0: Nip slips, jail time, snort in a cocaine line Racist tweets, family beefs, a royal It's that time again, another episode of Not Your Best Moment. I am... The one, the only, the amazing, the terrific, the gorgeous man, Keith Skopinich, your host, along with two other beautiful people, but not nearly as attractive as me. Sorry, guys.
1: <laughs> wow. No, it's okay. I'm the <laughs> not <about> homely, comely <laughs> looking Phoebe Matana who pales in comparison to Keith Skopinich, but I have solemnly settled into that position and have embraced it open-armed.
2: And I am the middle aged ginger Andrew Harris. And being a ginger, I understand, disqualifies me from uh, ever being considered attractive or being on The Bachelor. So, or having a soul, or <laughs> um,
0: on this podcast, we talk about the history of drama, beefs, and stuff like that. Today, we're going to be talking about The Bachelor, and Phoebe's taking the lead. She's our resident bachelor expert.
1: I don't know if that's a title that I like to have, but it is the title that I currently bear, and so I shall wear it with honor. Well, at least um, you have a
2: soul. So. At
1: least I have a soul. <laughs>
2: You're good to go there.
1: <laughs> you won't be if you watch The Bachelor for too long.
2: No, that I fully believe.
1: <laughs> that, that you fully believe. Yeah, no, The Bachelor has had, some, uh, has had some issues in the past, and when I say some, I mean a ton, um, but as someone who watches it and loves watching a train wreck in the process— I enjoy it, but not because it is a good dating show. A little bit about the Bachelor franchise for those of you who enjoy and have a lot of dignity. Um, so basically the way it works, <laughs> no, it's true. If you, I if you were a self-respecting person, self-respecting people will not watch The Bachelor and I'm not one of them. So I, uh, <laughs> so to tell you a little bit about the show, it's a obviously a dating show and it was started in 2002 as a dating show for white finance bros who have no time to date. Uh, true story. Um, so yeah, basically you know, roughly 30 people come into the show uh, all to date this one person. And then at the end, they slowly whittle it down through a series of degrading slash very just usually kind of insulting tasks and dates and things. I was going until to
2: say otherwise known as dates.
1: <laughs> they, are called, they, they are called dates, but they are not usually. <laughs> so they uh, will all date until the bachelor or bachelorette finally chooses the last person. And pretty much it most often ends in a proposal which is the kind of thing about the show uh which is a little ridiculous given they film in like six to nine weeks ish how so would you it happens say very fast
2: quick question uh, on that like at this point because i remember it was like ryan and krista like when they got engaged like they were like the first ones right or so like she was the first bachelorette i think
1: yeah i think so right i can't say that i have watched the earlier seasons but it, they rang a bell
2: was there a moment in this show where it was like, oh, they're not going to get engaged? And now, like, do you watch the show being like, I wonder if it's going to end in engagement? Like, is that part of it?
1: I mean, basically, the the idea is that it's supposed to end an engagement, but it doesn't always. And there have been a bunch of seasons where it hasn't. But it's always a big drama situation. Like, they try to drum up like, oh, he's not ready for this. He's not ready for a serious relationship. He or she did not want to. Be engaged after knowing someone for six weeks and spending less than 24 hours together. It's highly reasonable.
2: Well, and one of them was in the closet. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh oh deeply deeply <laughs> in a <the> closet wasn't <laughs> the
2: one where they showed the promos of him like running away from the women like running over a wall or something
1: uh, yes colton underwood yeah no so it's an interesting interesting show but it hasn't actually had that gra- that great a track record of success shocking i know absolutely shocking that this reality dating show does not produce strong couples but some some stats for you There have been 26 seasons of The Bachelor, 19 seasons of The Bachelorette, and eight seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. And of those, there are four couples still together from The Bachelor, four from The Bachelorette, and ten from Bachelor in Paradise.
2: Why is Bachelor in Paradise so much more successful than the other shows?
1: Because they actually get to date other people and they spend more time together. It actually makes a lot of sense. It's closer to Love Island if you're familiar with how love island works
2: i'm familiar with its parodies
1: you i'm sure you are <laughs> <laughs> speaking of parodies uh, everyone watched burning love after you oh, get off love this- is
2: amazing
1: <laughs> the perfect bachelor parody for your viewing pleasure
2: it is not easy to find on streaming right now unfortunately
1: Pluto tv guys yes
2: it's on, it comes on it comes baked into your smart tvs if you buy them especially on a samsung samsung ad but uh i about a year ago burned through all three seasons of burning love and like what i wouldn't give for more of that every comedy hero in the world is in it it's so good
1: i've just watched the first season and Kristen bell as a jesus freak is the best the best (laughs) if that didn't sell you on the show if that didn't oh sell god. you on the show, I don't know what will.
2: I think I think Michael Ian Black as the Chris Harrison character is just oh god, it's so it's the perfect marriage of like actor and role, which he has a lot of. It's a really it's just and June Diane Raphael too. She's oh my god, she's so funny on that it's show. So
1: good. That should be a fun fun thing for you, especially if you have watched the show. You'll you'll find it especially enjoyable. Um but yeah, so that's generally how it works. That's what we've seen in the past. But we're kind of going to be working up to the uh whole issue with Matt James and Rachel Kirkconnell who were on um the season in 2021 Matt James's season where he was the first black bachelor. So we're just going to kind of Season
2: 25 I believe.
1: Season 25, correct. Um so we're going to kind of we're going to kind and of look back in
2: 1953, right? If I'm, if I'm understanding the uh, the controversy <laughs> correctly
1: yes <laughs> okay. you are you are on the money um, <laughs> okay. so i'm gonna i'm gonna dial it back uh obviously this show was like super white and kind of christian for a while Earlier on, it was like very tame, and then it slowly became a little bit raunchier, and then it was just like very white.
2: What can I ask? What by Christian? What do you like? Are are they like openly religious, or do you mean just like like cookie cutter? It was cutter much more whole. It was it was of, more like whole, cookie cutter
1: okay. family like Christian values. so okay so
2: you're using you're using christian as a sort of a euphemism for wholesome okay i was just like for for a
1: christian value system not even like wholesome yes
2: okay as someone who does not watch the show i was like wait there's a religious component no 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 (laughs) it's
1: more like um like everyone's (laughs) like i want to get married and have kids and like start a family but like, and that
2: but like subtextually maybe there's a religious component because how many how many Jews or Muslims or other religions have probably been on that show not a whole lot
1: correct uh-huh. okay, okay. <laughs> heard, I think the only one I can think of offhand is Andy Dorfman a bachelorette and she was Jewish but that's mm-hmm. That's the only person I can think of offhand.
0: I do find it hysterical when people like comment on The Bachelor and they're like, they're mad at the producers because they're not, they're not, they're so angry at the producers because they're not, they don't care about love. They only care about (laughs)
2: entertainment.
0: (laughs) I think it's hysterical. Obviously <laughs>
1: they don't
2: care
0: about love. <laughs> I want, like,
2: how could No no go go ahead go ahead? Here's the better How could
0: how could they produce a show called The Bachelor and not care about two people loving each other?
1: <laughs> I, I treat, love it. I love I honestly the best part about watching The Bachelor is being on Twitter while it's live and you just get to watch the shade pouring in constantly. Easily the best part about watching the show.
2: I have to say, because between the three of us on the show, I am the only actual bachelor. And uh, the idea of cameras following me around and kind of trying to figure out my love life is just so, so abhorrent to me and probably to an audience like no one needs to know. And especially like a produced for television version of that. I no no, no. Anyways.
1: (laughs) You don't like that? <laughs> it's,
2: you know what? I If they, if you wrote me a check, I'd fucking do it. But I guarantee you the audience probably would not. <laughs> do you think you'd have to? Because they apparently like in The
0: Bachelor or The Bachelorette, when uh, someone comes on and they think the person is going to do
2: well, they make them have a gimmick.
1: <laughs> no, well, they think <laughs> they're, they're not had- going to do well. First yes. of all,
2: yeah. they'd they make gingerism being my gimmick. I guarantee you I'd be the quirky one. It'd just be like fucking regular casting. What <laughs> would your guys
0: gimmick be if you had to have a gimmick on the Bachelor of Bachelorette?
1: I don't know what my gimmick would be, but I think the the best gimmick was um, that I can think of in recent times was that uh, one of the girls came in carrying a dildo.
2: What? And... <laughs>
1: she ended up uh, becoming becoming next bachelorette so obviously it worked
2: <laughs> uh, yeah because it's like oh okay someone like she likes to party <laughs> i get it
1: no well she was very she, her, her whole thing was like she was sex positive um uh, and that was kind of the whole thing around it so it made sense but i still think that is just that's an entrance
0: i saw one where there was a guy who brought a dummy of his of him as a child <laughs> <Like> a, <laughs> it's so creepy it's what? like why would you think this
2: would work
1: there's are some they, weird I,
2: ones how are these gimmicks yeah. like oh, what? here's a gimmick
1: here's a gimmick um a guy came in a present box no. like a gift box like a massive gift gift box and he's like you just have to unwrap it inside and so like for the entire cocktail party he's just sitting in the box because <laughs> they like <laughs> won't let him get out to like you know do the like be a normal person because you're basically stuck with your gimmick until oh my god you meet like the the bachelor or bachelorette so he was just sitting in this box in the mansion it That's was a so lot funny It was well. That's a perfect
2: example of the producers not wanting him to find love. They were like, "We have have we got a gimmick for you? Go sit in a box." (laughs) Like if they if they didn't decide one, I would just make like mansplaining my gimmick and just be just be awful. You know what I mean? And just like just be like just just genuinely like actually that's not what that means. (laughs) You know me. Um,
1: (laughs) You don't need to. You don't need to make that a gimmick that already comes on the show all the time.
2: (laughs) Oh really? Ooh, I want to hear more. <laughs> I hate this and I love it all at the same time. You know, the so guy exciting. that
0: thought oh, he was a, a present
2: is <laughs> just singing Allison Chain's Man in the Box the whole
0: time while he's been there.
1: God, I hope so. I hope that was just cut out.
0: It's not what Lane stanley imagined originally <laughs> when he wrote that song.
1: Oh, God. No, I don't think it was. I don't <laughs> think it was. All right. Um, Other things that were problematic besides the horrible openings (laughs) is the fact that it's all white (laughs) for the most part. And it's been known that, you know, each season, especially in the earlier seasons up until a few years ago, that the black and people like the black contestants and the people of color never made it that far in the show. Like they it
2: it was total tokenism. Yeah, exactly.
1: And they would have them just so they could say they had them, but they never made it far because, you know, they never really chose people that were you know interested in even exploring an interracial relationship or they didn't have people of color actually in the lead positions
2: question question about that about about the interracial interracial relationships because like to my mind and again it's not something you actually put a lot of thought in like to my mind i'm like sure i'm open of course you know what i mean have i spent a lot of time like deeply thinking about this no, not really. You know what I mean? I'm just sort of like, whatever comes along, comes along. You know, I mean, definitely when I'm on, you know, Hinge or Tinder, I'm, you know, I'm a real hero, guys. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's not color is, is not or skin color is not the, the thing that's making me be like, no, nope. you know, usually like there's some giant filter and you look like you're a lot of high maintenance. And I'm like, we'll do that. I mean- um, do you think do you think that this is this is something that these people have thought of before or that? they are confronted with sort of to actually be forced to think about on the show.
1: I think it's more of a force to think about it on the show, especially when you consider um, a lot of the contestants, especially in the bachelor where you have the 30 women there, a lot of them are pretty young, you know, they're in like their low to mid twenties. It varies from year to year, but you know, they're always a bunch of young girls who are just out of college and A lot of them are from the South. A lot of them come from very traditional families. And maybe it's not a inherent thing, but there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like subtle bias, if that makes sense. Like it's not a, a, like a specific, oh, I don't want to date a black woman. I don't want to date a Hispanic woman. I, it's just like a, oh, I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. Yes. It's an unconscious bias.
2: (laughs) I've never examined why I feel this way. Yeah.
1: Yeah and I think that's more what it is.
2: I've I've never sat down and thought hmm you know what i mean like yeah what what does it for me and if not this then why not that like i don't because i'm so introspective on so many different levels but like dating <laughs> uh, it's probably because <laughs> shut up it's probably because i'm I'm middle-aged and you know I, it's what yeah i'll, I'll, I'll take it all covers what do you got <laughs> you know what i mean
0: i just I, I just think it's funny that you're like i would never want cameras to follow me about my dating life, and then to go on and proceed to tell us about your dating
2: life—an <laughs> <laughs> excruciating. know no, no. maybe this is what chance. you want. We can see each other, but the audience can't see. It. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know how ugly it is. it's. They don't. They, it's fine. You don't need to know, and you don't need to know. That's the thing, Phoebe. I wanted to add to your
0: race in the Bachelor. There was a study in 2016 uh, by a Salon that said that only four winners from the Bachelor and Bachelorette. So this is 2016. So this is you know, seasons ago, but only four winners could be even partially claimed that they were non white. So yeah, pretty, pretty big diversity gap.
1: Yeah. It's a very telling, you know, it's interesting because this actually will lead perfectly into what we're going to talk about next, but Rachel Lindsay, who was the first black bachelor or bachelorette um, back in spring 2017, she went on the show and she was going to be on Nick Bial season. And she remembered, Hearing when he was the one selected, and it turned out he was going to be the bachelor, people were saying, "Oh, oh, that's great because he's like actually open to dating black women." Like the actually is important. Like everyone knows that a lot of the other bachelors have not previously been open to it, but he is. Lucky you that you're on his season. You might actually go somewhere. Wait, do they actually?
2: Please tell me they don't actually state this, right?
1: No no this was these are rumors that were floating around No oh, I
2: see it's the, it's the say, that same unconscious bias it's, it's not it's not so much that they're saying I'm not into black women they're saying
1: hmm i don't
2: know but this guy's like yeah no i'm open to it that's difference. that's the degree that we're talking about okay
0: the producers addressed it with her they were like didn't they say that to her in the vulture article they they mentioned that he's into he's willing to date a black person which is like
2: crazy (laughs) it's crazy thing to say in the interview process when you're trying to get someone to be on the show like you know what i mean like as much as they were interviewing her it sounds like you know they kind of already wanted her you know what i mean by her own account of things
1: but yeah it sounded like basically they would already and they do this sometimes where they bring someone on the show with the explicit intention for them to become the next bachelor or bachelorette it happens often and it's interesting because it, it sounded like based on reading Lindsay's article that it only really happened because there was a change of leadership at abc, at ABC.
2: yeah
1: um <laughs> which is super interesting it tells you a lot about what people in power can control and can do. And this could have been done way earlier if you just had someone at the top of the food chain who was moderately interested in it. But yeah, so she was the first, she was the first black bachelor and it took until 2017 and how many seasons had like a ton of, it's been going since 2002 and, and she is the first black lead on either show. So yeah, put that
2: perspective it. for you so 2002 is when the second lord of the rings movie came out and now we're at a point in time where there's a lord of the rings series on on a device where you can stream it which didn't exist when the first lord of the rings movie came out that's that's the amount of time that it's taken
1: <laughs> uh, yes
2: pretty no, much. Okay, let me let me make it about me so like to put it about me like <laughs> in 2002 i was a freshman in college and now i'm 40 like that's that's the that's the kind of shit we're talking about in terms of like the length of time
1: yes so it's been a while and george
2: w bush was the president in 2000 and now he and now we're like oh my god you know everyone hated him but now it's like okay well maybe let's you know like just to, just to put it into context <laughs> sorry i'll stop on my rant. <laughs>
1: Oh, man, but Rachel Lindsay, uh, Rachel Lindsay was the first the first black Bachelor Bachelorette, and that didn't come until 2017, which, like we said, is like insane that it took that long. But it was weird because she was on the show, and then it, you would think that it would inspire a lot more diversity in the casting like there would be a huge impetus to keep that up but then you know the next year um cn fleming who was like one of the front runners in her season was passed up to be the bachelorette and then mike johnson um was passed up to be the bachelor in favor of ready for this peter weber who is also known as uh make sure you know i'm half latino weber (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because he's half cuban but he's like the whitest guy ever where it was like i'm i'm half cuban though i'm half cuban though just to get the diversity plug without actually making it a thing and and truly honoring it
2: do you think that's a him thing or a producer's thing
1: the producers skew everything of course mm-hmm. but he was just the most like milk toast of people that it was not interesting. And there were so many better options. And they're like, we're going to go with the white guy. And his whole personality is that he's a pilot. You know, <laughs> I'm serious. They call him Pilot Pete. That's it.
2: Not not Cuban Pete. Pilot not Cuban, Pete.
1: Pilot Pete. Exactly.
2: So he's not king of the rumba beat?
1: <laughs> no. Spring 2020, um, Hannah Brown, who was another former contestant, you know, there was a video that surfaced of her using the N-word. Then the following year, they finally were like, we're going to have another, you know, person of color in the lead position. But it's Tasha Adams who comes in after the whitest of white, Claire Crawley, decides like three or four episodes into her season. She's like, I'm just going to go with this guy. All the other guys suck, basically. <laughs> she left after like two or three episodes with one guy. And then they're like, well, we can't just end the season there. So they give her like a half season you know, throw away half season, basically.
0: Yeah, so, ba- so basically, The Bachelor was about as diverse as a line at Starbucks, is what you're saying. <laughs> Which line?
1: Which line? <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so it was kind of, it was like a little bit of a snub, too, in that regard. But finally, finally, in 2021, the spring, we get Matt James who was one of those people who was, again, cherry-picked, we like you, he, I think he auditioned for The Bachelorette, and they're like, no, 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 we don't want you on the, the show, we want you to be the next Bachelor. Properly cherry-picked from the interviews. And so now we are up to speed on the issue. So the, ba- the main thing was Rachel Kirkconnell, the girl that he inevitably picked, she was seen in a photo from college at a frat party in a, like, antebellum Old South photo where it was, like, the whole theme, you know, dresses and everything. And as well as there were, like, people coming out of the woodwork from high school and, like, people on TikTok and Instagram basically saying that she's racist and, like, pointing out comments and things she said in the past. So, you know, what does it say that <laughs> the girl that he chose... First Black Bachelor, the girl that he chose is like in all these like he's in like this antebellum old South photo and is you know pe- it people were was two thousand eighteen
2: by the way like that's yes. it's you not know that what I mean? far it's not that long yeah. ago it's not like Three your years. your grandparents like <laughs> costume party from nineteen forty six which is no. crazy offensive when you look at some of the things and they're like I guess it was the time I'm not ashamed of my family you know what I mean like yeah this is this is. People, you know, you don't get the excuse, well, it's of the time, which is a lame excuse, but that's a discussion for another time. Like, it is a lame excuse. This is 2018. Well, yeah, when I saw the
0: photo, I couldn't tell the difference between the antebellum photo and the Cast of the Bachelorette. It's pretty
2: much the same thing. It's all white ladies <laughs> who
0: are drunk <laughs> <from country laughs> of champagne. It's the same exact
2: thing. Who, who throws that kind of party nowadays? Like, what? I just, like, oh. seriously, it, uh, it, that that detail, that one detail threw me down such a rabbit hole because I was like, okay, somebody said to somebody else, y'all, I know, okay, we're going to throw a party. Oh, should we have a theme? I think so. What should it be? Like, candy canes or like the ocean? How about the Old <laughs> South? Yes. Yes. You know, I mean, like, it, I
1: mean, no, it no, was, no, no, no. I was have it a better idea about
0: racism. <laughs>
1: Racism as the theme. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Our theme is going to be racism. You have to talk in it. Gone with the wind accent. though, if you're going to do
2: it. I want to wear an incredibly impractical dress just to profess my racism. Like, what the fuck? I do declare I am the most racist of them all. Let's all spend money on clothes that represent an offensive time and (laughs) spend money on a part. Like,
1: you spent money on this. Pretty much. I mean, it was Georgia College and State University.
2: So the school also has a bit of an identity crisis,
1: it <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't
2: That's
1: a rough it? Name. <laughs> it's both. Is it a college university? or a university? Pick one. But yes. Yeah, so there was a lot of backlash, especially this was all happening while the season was going on, while it was airing. Uh, so it was
0: late in the season, right? It was like some of it came out the, early in the, the season, end.
1: and then towards the end of the season, especially because. Throughout like the back half of the season, it became pretty obvious that she mm-hmm. was going to be the person chosen, which makes sense why people would be digging, digging, digging mm-hmm. for things and so, going through her past.
2: And, again, just another quick point of clarification. So the the picture came out while the show was airing, not while they were filming. Correct.
1: While it was airing, not while it was filming, people obviously see the contestants, but once you see who the front runners are, people start to, especially on screen she got the first impression rose i know th- she didn't but she was you know one of the early favorites so people are gonna go and right. and mm. dig around and try to find dirt
2: mm. her. well here's what here's another kind of question i have like where like where do they find the photo was it on social media
1: i think it was on someone else's social media because i'm pretty sure she deleted everything off of her own
0: so there was a tiktoker i think who revealed it she went to school with her and yeah I believe
2: that's where
1: it
0: okay,
2: came from. Okay, because part of, part of me is like, do they not vet these people? And if so, was this a deliberate choice? Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah,
1: no, she scrubbed her social media and like basically, you know, uh, stepped away from the sorority from what I know, not too long after the party anyway. Sorority did things that didn't align with her own values, which, you know. Take that for what you will. I don't know whether like it's true or it's something else, but that's what she claims. And I'd like to give her the benefit of the doubt.
2: Well, yeah, and not not that, you know, Matt James needs to be the arbiter of what is and isn't and who is and who isn't racist. But what you know, what does he have to say about all this?
1: Well, he, you know, initially stood by her when the first things were coming out earlier in the season. And then they and that basically broke up. He ended things when because, you know, it makes sense. That would be pretty, yeah. pretty rough to find out. Um, And Rachel did, you know, she issued an apology that, you know, was good. It wasn't like one of these, like, half-handed, like, you know, I only did this because of this and that. It was, you know, I'm sorry I was wrong. I didn't realize this, but that's not an excuse. Whatever. That kind of sort of apology. It was ignorant, racist, that kind of thing. Trying to own up to it as best as she could. That was kind of what it was. People were like, fine, fine. But then Chris Harrison, in an interview with... None other than Rachel Lindsay, who even up to this point has been known as like the biggest the basically the biggest critic of the show. They're doing an interview. And Chris, I'm going to read some of this to you, actually, because it's interesting. So he quotes. I haven't talked to Rachel about it. We all need to have a little grace, a little understanding, a little compassion. I've seen some stuff online. Again, this judge jury executioner thing where people are just tearing this girl's life apart until I actually hear this woman have a chance to speak. Who am I to say any of this? I saw a picture of her at a sorority party five years ago. That's it. My guess, these girls got dressed up and went to a party and had a great time. They were 18 years old. Now, does that make it okay? I don't know, Rachel. You tell me. Uh, were we all looking through that lens in 2018? Yes. So, I guess <laughs> Yes, mean, we were. <laughs> yes, but, like, it basically, throughout the interview, is he, like, I'm not defending Rachel, but he was defending Rachel, and people were very upset about it.
2: I have to say, it's really surprising to me that someone who has been, you know, part of the media for so long. And again, as host of The Bachelor, it's not like he's, you know, like got his finger on the pulse of the nation or anything. Um, although millions and millions of people watch it. So maybe he does, which really want to consider what that might mean. Um, or maybe I do. It is really, really shocking that, you know, so, someone who is who is and should be as media savvy as Chris Harrison would take the opportunity of being like, hey, someone on your show is depicted doing something racist to use the opportunity to decry cancel culture like that's not the response no that's not what we're talking about right now we're talking about is it okay and, and again these are softball questions <laughs> is it okay no what you know like did, did you know chris harrison you're part of the media there's a very simple answer to that whether you knew or not no there's <laughs> it, it's it's just it's just very surprising to me that that that's where he chooses to get passionate about is cancel yeah. culture Fucking really? Like come on, guy. You Bring know the what room, I mean? Right?
0: I think it's so <laughs> hilarious that he <laughs> he goes, w- "We're looking through the lens of 2021 in 2020 and 2018, like it's so long ago. It's
1: 3 years ago." It's not,
0: it's not that, that long, it's long, long. ago. But it's so no fucking absurd. <laughs> oh my it's my like the, it's and- like the-
1: Talking about it like it's the 1980s. <laughs>
0: I know I called you a scuzzball yesterday, but that that was only wrong through the lens of today. I'm sorry <laughs> about that.
2: <laughs>
0: like, what the hell is that? That makes no sense. you also no. said,
2: I have, you also said <laughs> I have no soul just just about uh, 20 minutes ago. Um, I'm sorry.
0: I love you. You have a soul, and you're not a scuzzball. I apologize. You don't
2: want to know if I have a soul or not. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> look i've done a lot of things for money have i sold my soul don't ask me questions like this isn't about me. i'm not on trial here you know what it is like where's the compassion really poor me because like everyone's being like oh andrew doesn't have a soul and it's like really you should leave this poor andrew alone you know what i mean like because this is this is guy you don't even understand like like it's it's not right it's not right you guys and like because and families you know and parent and you know wholesome so uh you know you're you just know. saying
1: words <laughs> families wholesome me, Andrew <laughs> uh, Harris.
2: Uh, where's, my q- chart? where's my q chart?
0: <laughs> Phoebe, uh, Andrew's gimmick of being a one-word conversation <laughs> is getting really boring right now. <laughs> can we move along, please?
1: We can. <laughs>
2: I'd like to issue an apology at this time.
1: Oh God, <laughs> you want to issue an um, issue an apology, and I could talk about how we shouldn't be canceling you.
2: and also like that's the other thing cancel this woman from what i am aware that you know certain contestants who don't win or find love or whatever the fuck um don't you know they might not win but they get lives on this show like they go to the paradise one or you know they get to go be correspondents on extra and interview chris harrison
1: no but to add on to that that's that's exactly why people don't talk don't speak out Right, oh, you because know, they want
2: their post bachelor bachelorette career.
1: Pretty much, you know, they want to be on Paradise. They want to have deals. They want to be one of the uh, people that they have come on for promos. And there's a whole, there's a whole culture within that like post bachelor, like um thing where you know they get right. influencer deals and they you know are also constantly like kind of reminded and brought back onto the show and cycled around so you get this this kind of whole if you were a likable person and you went far enough that you were notable you know you have an opportunity to actually boost that into a career which is what a lot of people do on the show and after the show but obviously you know you bite the hand that feeds you how is that going to be good for your post bachelor post bachelorette career
0: definitely would ruin your career ruin that you're, you're not part of the family anymore, as That's I think they probably put it. You're not part of the
2: family. When you're part of like an extended reality show family, I don't know, to me, and to be fair, I don't, I, this has never happened to me. I don't know the ins and outs of this part of the business, but like you're, you're really spreading your 15 minutes. Like it's tenuous. It can, unless you're really, really good at it and and have a passion for it as opposed to being like cool easy street i'm in i'll take pictures with this i I don't have to work that hard it fades right eventually you're gonna have to do something like whether you're able to stretch that 15 minutes of fame out till you know for another maybe 10 years probably at most or you know it goes up in smoke that is not a permanent like once again the one season i saw was the the second season um because my sister was home from college that summer, uh, it was the Ryan and, and, and Krista episode, and I remember my sister like, oh my god, oh my god, I love, I love. and like that was the first one where they're like, oh, their wedding special, and I think she had a baby. Um, like America's <laughs> really grown up with Ryan and Krista or Krista, whatever her name it, um, and they seem like perfectly lovely, normal, you know, human beings, but they're not still making their money off of the Bachelor at this point, right?
1: No, but there are plenty of people who do and like some of the bachelor contestants have these very very popular bachelor podcasts um, you know one of one one of the couples opened like a bachelor themed cafe they come on the show like for example right now on bachelor in paradise there's a old couple from like a bunch of seasons ago who just pop back on the show and probably because they're trying to they're probably they're going to have their own spin-off show of sorts it's it's a thing that happens Obviously, with varying degrees of success, but people try to, you know, milk it for what it's worth. And Bachelor is one of those very insular franchises where they're constantly reusing and recycling the people within it.
0: Yeah, it's like Breaking Bad, you know, how they can made El Camino.
1: <laughs> I love <your> comparing <laughs> this to Breaking Bad.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a piece of art, you know, it's just masterfully crafted. High art.
1: <laughs> 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 no but it's, it's interesting to look at fame and how it pertains to reality tv shows because we usually talk about you know actors musicians artists people who have a, you know a product that they're putting out into the world but it's a little bit different with reality when it the product is your personality in conflict with other people
2: that's gross um <laughs> <laughs>
1: Very insightful, Andrew. Thank you. Uh,
2: Yeah. (laughs) All I have to say about that, it's just because like, yeah, you got to be you got to be perfect if that's where where you're going to put yourself. Right. Like there's certain controversy that maybe you can invite. You know what I mean? Like you can go through a breakup or you can go to rehab. And it's interesting what the death knell like controversy is now right you see it in politics too what people can and can't get away with anymore you get the, you get the pushback right of like oh she was fired for being racist well i don't think you should have done that i think you should have had compassion what about her parents see it's just chris harrison but it's a southern woman now um <laughs> yeah. i don't know maybe it heartens me a little bit that yeah there is still some decency where it's like uh you know what you're done. You can go live your life in peace and you'll probably be fine. But like in terms of your public stage, that's over with for now. If you want to maintain your position on the public stage, then show us how you do the work. Let that let that be your story now instead of just getting mad at the people who, you know, (laughs) basically told part of your story that you didn't want being told.
1: I think it's kind of another thing to look at with these bachelor stars. It just made me think of the fact that a lot of them probably can't get hired after they go on the show by a normal job. You? Right? Yeah. You, well, and also why
2: places- why would you? You've got this ticket to success where you have to do fucking nothing. All you have to do is just be you don't have to learn lines, you know, maybe a little bit, but like at least actors have a skill. Um and I you know, I think for a lot of actors the fame part is the worst damn part of it except, you know, without the fame probably wouldn't come the ahead, money and you know, it ties itself in. Go ahead. I think Matt James is the actual perfect
0: bachelor because it could only help his career in real estate
2: <laughs> he's a real estate <laughs> agent
0: like what better advertising for a real estate business than being on the ba- do you want me to sell you an apartment the bachelor you know
2: like i
0: think it'd be perfect
2: for him
1: Look, and, and actually, actually he also can do
2: it in the bahamas then a former bachelor contestants can do i also it. think he
1: runs a nonprofit, so it'd be great for that as well oh you know they're yeah that's nice
2: to know i think
1: it's a perfect example of they kind of cherry pick um parts of the personalities within the leads i mean they basically made matt james the whitest black guy you could find and and it and from what i understood from reading other interviews it was a very strange portrayal of him that made him seem very boring because they didn't want to ruffle feathers by making him have a personality which makes sense in a in a really fucked up way <laughs> but you know they uh, apparently i don't remember the season well enough but i was reading that the way that they cut the fantasy suites which is like an overnight date where like theoretically stuff can happen but the cameras aren't there they by stuff, weren't by stuff, you, mean,
2: you, you mean sex right
1: yeah whatever the point is you don't really know what happens so you can let your imagination go to whatever you want it to go to but they usually Ooh. show them after the you know after in the morning in bed and people were saying that they were kind of cutting away and not doing that because they didn't want to show a black guy in bed with these like Mm -hmm. white girls basically (laughs) um because they thought it would turn off (laughs) parts of the audience and by parts i mean like a whole section of bachelor nation that is called um uh, bachelor clan i think something like that oh
2: my god oh my god oh my god yeah you mean it's gonna turn off the part of Bachelor Nation that goes to fucking antebellum parties in college six minutes Correct. ago? <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: That's actually there's a huge part of the Bachelor Bachelor Nation, as the fandom's called, that is very that has some really messed up views and expectations.
2: Anyway, I mean if you look Of course not especially like what we've talked about how they've presented the show and what the show is, that's who it's for.
1: Yeah,
2: you know, you know what I mean. Like that, you get what you get. It's true. I
0: think I I don't know if you guys heard about this, but The Bachelor, uh, they actually took anti racist measures. Um, any person who got a rose also got a copy of the color purple. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my um, god! What like the what <laughs> Uh, god god that sounds that's so good my tea my tea is over i can't even like sip tea and hope to god that that just
1: uh,
0: that's not that's not that's not true i i just made it up i (laughs) I know but but but, i uh, just uh,
1: think it's so funny (laughs) great Um, idea great idea pitch (laughs) that to producers
0: I'm going to try to get us back on track a little bit because Good so the, in, back, in this season, season, <laughs> in this season, this has, it actually gets broached on the show the lady, Ante, uh, lady antebellum photo, uh, <laughs> antebellum party photo. And very, very it, it different storyline, <laughs> very yes. different storyline, Keith. Yes. Um, so it's interesting because I don't know if, in the list where, you know, where they usually propose, he actually goes and talks about how, uh, <laughs> how about like, he's really hurt by the photo and how she needs to do work on herself. And that's why he won't propose. And like, you're led to believe that they're right. going to break up
2: at the end of the season. Right. Um, yeah. And, I do. and then he's and I like, do, but- wait, I'm, I'm confused. The picture came. Do they do the rose ceremony like in real time then? Because like, how would he know about the picture if that happened while it was airing and not when they were shooting?
0: Good question.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't I'm guessing
0: it's like in sort of real time.
1: I wish I could say I I clearly blacked this part out. I watched it, but I blacked it out because I totally can't remember. But there is a section of it that is like live later.
2: Yeah. With that I think films that- later
1: and it's basically it's called after the final rose, where basically during the airing of the finale and sometimes even the week before, they have like people on live to talk about it in between.
2: Yeah, well, no, I know. I mean I know they I know they have that that thing where it's like, let's bring everybody back and talk about it. And then they're all like, Jesus Christ. Hi, love being on your show. pick me. Um Am I bitter that I'm not on The Bachelor? I have a lot of conflicting feelings. I think I think I have I think I have read that they they do do that. There was another another piece of this that I do want to talk about. That's actually kind of positive, and maybe this is someone's best moment um, that was born from not their not their. But I don't know. But one thing that I really like was that um, Ra- Rachel Lindsay, right? She's the one uh, who did the interview with with Chris Harrison? Yes. Yeah. So one thing that I liked when they approached her to be the Bachelorette, you know, she was like, they're like, okay, what do you want? You know? And she was like, well, I want more people of color behind the camera. I mean, what a fucking... and she's a lawyer you know so there's got to be a certain amount of confidence there and she's already done a season of it so you know she knew these people but what a wonderfully confident thing to do for someone who isn't like in the tv world an established star and property to say no no we're going to do this. We're going to get more. You can't you don't get diversity in storytelling just with black actors in front of the camera. You need it. It needs to be a holistic approach.
1: Right? Honestly, though, Rachel Lindsay is just she's the hero of this story. I mean, it's it's so interesting because to hear her talk about her own season like that, where she talks about, you know, making sure that the people who were doing her hair actually knew how to work with black women's hair and like things that were like very specific that she like and made sure to have like more producers more people of color you know behind yeah. the scenes but it's still interesting because she demanded all this and they're like cool we're gonna do better and then you see the way that they cut the show and it was so so messed up because you know the guy that she chose was Colombian, miami and they basically showed him to be like a miami fuck boy more or less um mm-hmm. but she ended up picking him and we're all at the end of the season, like, why did you pick him? Because they cut him to look like such an asshole. But <laughs> and like to make this like the other guy, like the white guy who was the other runner up to like look like this great guy who and the only reason she went with the other guy was because this dude, I think his name was Peter Krause, was like not ready or something. But she was like, no, I was never going to choose him.
2: <laughs> no, Peter, but they, Peter Krause is famously in a relationship with Lauren Graham of Gilmore Girls. Everyone knows that
1: do is that a thing
2: yeah the guy from six feet under is is with uh lauren graham everyone knows that it was a joke on peter god damn it i'm sorry
1: (laughs) i'm sorry andrew but yeah no like the way that they cut it the way that they portrayed um the other the black men on our season they basically had a racist guy in the house and they're like, we didn't know if he was racist, but like you met know, every single person who comes on the show and you don't think a guy named Lee Garrett, this white guy from Mississippi named Lee Garrett, who, you know, we had no idea he was racist. I'm like, come on. <laughs> it's a joke. It's honestly I'm a Lee
0: joke. Garrett.
2: I like ATVs, <laughs> freedom in America. <laughs> I'm not, I don't go to any of your fancy antebellum parties. I just <laughs> I have a confederate flag. i a low rent antebellum parties.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All you need is a sheet. <laughs> oh god, no!
0: <laughs> oh oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Too <The>
1: far. <tubar. laughs> oh god, uh, oh, I'm destroying myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> at least at least some of the sheets have dark
2: spots on them <laughs> oh well, you am the most pc person on today's episode
1: <laughs> it's uh this episode I'm is supposed to is, be it's, the dinosaur
2: that doesn't fucking get it how is how is it me
1: <laughs> it's so it's just interesting to look at this show that has you know been like a staple of reality television basically that hasn't changed in or it hadn't up until recently, which it hasn't changed that much. But there are at least
2: none of the shows from that era have the survivors no. the same shit. You know what I mean? And that's that's right around the same same time. Yeah, people went nuts for that. You know, I mean, like it like the same was the same thing. Like I remember, like like Bachelor Nation. I mean, the, those first few seasons, people went absolutely fucking crazy for it. You know what I mm-hmm. mean?
1: But the point is, too, but, like, the hype is still there, unlike other shows. Like, Survivor still has a following, but it's nothing like it was. American Idol still technically exists, but no one watches it. You have a lot of these shows that, yeah, Amazing Race, it still exists. But, like, I only know that because right. I saw it streaming on Hulu. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> I don't know. I had no idea before. But Bachelor, it's, like, every week on Monday, you go on Twitter, and it's, like, top trending. Well, you the, know? The,
0: the big – the. The big change that happened was after Chris Harrison made these comments, he ended up leaving the show, even though he did get like $10 million in the deal to, to be leave. quiet and leave. So that was the one of the big changes of <laughs> that's happened
2: over the years. What a well, shame. No, yeah. I mean, because what a missed opportunity, I think, to first of all i mean chris harrison like no one's talking about his parents you know what i mean i mean this poor man this poor host you know what i mean like everyone's everyone's so quick i've seen the internet and they're just assassinating him online and he's just a poor 10 million dollar host like no um, <laughs> but what a, what a what a missed i i sometimes i really do think this is a missed opportunity like chris harrison didn't defend the person on his show the way he should have and passionately got upset about cancel culture which okay Did he say anything explicitly wrong? No. Was there a subtle undertone of like, oh, maybe he thinks it was okay? Maybe. He didn't really say that. But what an opportunity to show. And I think this needs to be shown to some people, right? There are a lot of I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. There are a lot of of pitfalls, especially when you're dealing with race and you know, especially coming from the perspective of like a middle aged white man, and I, I wouldn't really legitimately consider myself middle aged, but like he is, you know what I mean? There are things that you can do that offend people that you have no idea why they're offensive. You know what I mean? Then there's going to an antebellum party, which is like, boo. There, there are certain things that people, you know, you, so, something that you don't, even, you don't even realize is rooted deeply, you know, it leads to that unconscious bias, right? What an opportunity. For him to go on and publicly show the the work and the understanding while being while being on The Bachelor. Now, are Bachelor fans going to want to watch that? I think we've established absolutely not. But (laughs) this isn't specific to The Bachelor either. It it is a very, very hot button kind of a lightning rod of a topic. But we shouldn't shy away from not redemption, but showing people if we if we want people to be if we want viewers if we want America to be more understanding right then why aren't we showing what that path to understanding can look like why aren't we let it laying uh, this got not funny anymore uh, why aren't we laying a roadmap for people who don't know that they might have an unconscious bias or something like that and show them hey Okay, you didn't know this. Like, that's the compassion that I think Chris Harrison is talking about, but couldn't articulate and ended up being very, very defensive. You know what I mean? In in his sort of approach to that. And I understand it. It makes you defensive. When someone calls you out on something that's shitty, you feel bad and you want to defend yourself. That gut reaction needs to kind of maybe stop a little bit. But like, why? I just think it was a missed opportunity to not show a path um, for how to get from ignorance to not so much.
1: Though what I will say is it's interesting because in this actual case, you look at Rachel. Okay, she, you know, made this mistake. She, you know, it was very clearly on her. She apologized. They broke up. She actually apparently did do enough work that they got back together, which like Matt doesn't seem like the kind of person if he broke up with her for that reason in the first place, unless he felt like he was actually open and willing and willing to, to change and do that work, he wouldn't have gotten back together with her.
2: Same thing. And if this well, is someone who, who TV is going to be part of her life for the rest of it, you know, show it, yeah. show it. You, the, the, look, the bandaid to my mind, the bandaid's already been ripped off, right? You've had this thing that maybe you didn't know. <laughs> you should fucking be ashamed. I mean, she should have known not to blah, blah, blah. But like, that's, that's the inciting incident for her, right? Yes. You rip that off and then it's like, okay, is showing the learning process for how, for being like, oh, I see now. It's intrinsic. It's all, you know, it's, it's all of these other things.
1: Wh- why not bad for business? That's why that's sure. why,
2: but you know what? That's laziness. That's on the part of the, oh God, I'm getting so fired up. That is on the part of the writers and the producers do it in a way that's positive and entertaining. You know what I mean? And that can speak to that audience and doesn't preach to that audience because that's Could. not an audience that feels this, like it wants to be preached to.
1: But this is a franchise that the the most recent winner, Eric, I don't remember his last name, uh, Eric Schwer. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look it up. He, so there was an old photo of him in blackface, and it came what? out before the last episode. And <laughs> a bunch of the old, like Rachel Lindsay, Mike, uh, Michelle Young, Matt, like a bunch of these... Uh, bachelor stars and specifically like the people of color were expecting it to be addressed and they never addressed it on the show even though it was a huge deal they were like we're just not going to address it we're not going to deal with it and they fired chris harrison you know let him go with 10 million dollars but they in essence they they had a temporary host they had taisha adams who's biracial um and caitlin bristow they had them doing the joint host for a couple seasons. And then, and it was great. And hear? then who did they hire as the permanent host, but like another random ass middle-aged white guy?
2: It was David Spade, right? I'm not I'm not wrong about that. Didn't Who's David, David Spade, Spade host The Bachelor for a while?
1: Oh, oh, he hosted Bachelor in Paradise for a minute. He oh did.
2: okay, okay, okay.
1: He did, I think for a season.
2: That said, I do I do quite enjoy David Spade. I think he's very funny.
0: So the only thing I have to say about the rachel and james breakup and her doing the work is that they broke up for a month (laughs) i don't know how much work you could do in a month that's a good point i I don't mean to
2: you know you know i guess he forgave her i'm obviously but it's it doesn't it doesn't take like was she an inherently or rather outwardly racist person probably not which does she seem a little ignorant yeah but Once you're woken up to it, and especially, you know, it, you know, it's, it's almost like a, like going to the chiropractor. That's not, it's not the easiest thing in the world. But like, you know, once you, it's just a shift in perspective. Once you can understand and see things a certain way, everything just sort of kind of helps align itself. And you're like, Ah, I see. I was misguided in my, you know, <laughs> in my perspective and 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 some of my judgments. And I understand why now, you know what I mean? Not just this out of hands like, well, you're wrong because of this. It doesn't take much. Right. Yeah. To hear to hear to hear what it is, what the experience of somebody else is like and why something referencing a historical negative appearance can be enough.
1: Not to mention the fact that, like. We say, like, it wasn't that long ago for a, like, in terms of his, historical perspective, but three years when you're in your early 20s is a very formative time. And she might have, she might be very different from the person she was then. And we don't really know the full story. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I was thinking about it. Like, if I was 18 and someone was like, hey, Keith, come to this party, there's going to be booze. You just got to put on like a. Gone. yeah dress,
1: <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs>
0: I would have went. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I mean, if I don't know what the circumstances of her going to doing it were, and I'm not trying to justify her doing it, I do have some sympathy for her being young. You know, like um, you you definitely she
2: definitely shouldn't have known better, but also like ignorance is there, present when you're young. I have to say, if you're throwing an antebellum themed party in 2018. Part of it's being done out of some sort of defiance. I would, For I would, probably. I you
1: I, know think what I mean? agree like, with you.
2: I, I understand that there's, there, there are certain ignorances and those, those, the, the, you know, that ignorance can come from literally just like not being in the same position as somebody else and not being able to understand X, Y, or Z. An antebellum themed party. It's, look, is it... <laughs> Is it going to a Hitler Youth rally? No, but like, do you know what's wrong? Yes. (laughs) You know that as a distinction. Don't throw the party. You know what I mean? Like it just. Well, I
0: I will say this. You know, in Rachel's not defense, but why is she the only person that singled out all these other people? Went who organized the party? Like, that's what I want to know. It's just but because I don't need she's, she's in the cycle. one in the
1: public eye. And that's what and, happens yeah. when you're in the public yeah. eye. And she should have known better. And, and it doesn't excuse what she did. And it's good that she apologized. But, like, I still think when you look at this story, like, she is not. This is not, not her. It's her worst moment. But the not your best moment. Uh, true. Uh, is America? <laughs> no. It's the Bachelor franchise. It's the Oh yes. It's, yes. it's the produ- it's the producing team and the people in charge of creating that environment.
2: And I think also a side lesson from this is don't make enemies.
1: Don't make any enemies <laughs> ever.
2: They will go on social media and they will show the receipts. It's true. <laughs> that, it's true. That's not good. Andrew
0: is saying this and looking at me as he's holding a screwdriver. <laughs> I he said wants he you has to no know. Soul
1: <laughs> don't
2: make, make enemies, enemies with
1: andrew because he I've will go on social media
2: in the background and i don't know if she can hear me but i do know that you want her to get into a fight and lose so i don't know <laughs> i don't know man. <laughs> maybe you should tell her over social media boy oh boy i will never live that one (laughs) you will not no you won't and you know what if i had a soul maybe it would stop me from coming over there and telling her but i
0: don't know i don't know (laughs) (laughs) listen
2: if you tell her just make sure we're all drunk (laughs) Uh, i would love to get drunk with you guys i haven't seen either one of you in person in so long and the pandemic
0: we gotta hang out there's no
2: more pandemic it's fine
0: and Phoebe, is there anything else we should add before we break, go into making plans to get drunk?
1: Um, no, I think more alcohol is the only way forward.
2: Fair enough. It's really deep.
1: I thank you. Guys. I am I am the deepest. Ocean deep. I think
0: we learned a lot today, and I think this has been The Bachelors. N- Nip slips, jail time, snort in a cocaine line. Racist tweets, family beefs, royal leaves, Kanye. Rinse, Botox and implants, shoplifting, spree, punch a paparazzi on a-